Hello and welcome to Digital Diaries, a podcast all about them, their video games. My name's Chris and joining me on this episode we have Lewis. Hello. We have Matt. Hello. And we have Adam returning. How are we? Hello. How are we all doing? Did you hear that? Did you hear that gusto we put into that intro? It's such a good start. That's why. That's about as much as I've got left. So you, you guys are carrying this episode. Um, How big of a breath did you have to take? Oh, I'm a big lad. I don't, it's all right. My lungs, they work <laughs> well. I say that. Uh, Matt, it's your first ever podcast. Yes. Yeah, it is. Thank yeah. You, thank you for uh, breaking your cherry with us. So oh, you're saying. more than welcome. I think I've been pestering you for a couple of years about saying when I try and come on. I think the last time you started, I was living abroad and mm-hmm. my internet out there was not the best so i think i had to put it off until you obviously for now so that's all right tom man- manages it with his terrible internet uh, yeah, no, <laughs> great to have you and glad we could f- finally get you on and hopefully we'll get you on more often going forward as well definitely uh lewis it's been a while yeah i don't remember bullying that's you. true I haven't bullied you for quite a while <laughs> about your youth yeah it's okay i've i've my youth is leaving me. I've got RSI and a bad back. Oh, excellent. I feel, wow. I, I feel better already. Um, More material. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Ad, Ad, oh. Adam, hasn't been that long since we spoke. How are you doing? So you all right? Yeah, been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah still, still going strong. Excellent. Appearing on TV shows? Um, not so much. Re- well, yeah. Oh, God. Um when will it end? <laughs> so many people now, but uh, yeah, if you've seen Quiz, it, the the likeness is scary. It is. I tell you, I told you, I saw the trailer uh, for the mm. TV show, and, and when that guy came up on screen, I, I generally thought it was you. And obviously, because I know you mm. do a bit of acting, I went straight mm. to your IMDb page, <laughs> and I thought oh, it's not listed, so it can't be. Yeah, it's funny because you've said that, and then like there was two of my friends from work messaged me. And they were like, you didn't tell us you were in quiz. And I was like, okay, first of all, when did I have the time to do that? Because you've seen me pretty much every day at work for the past four months. And like, secondly, why would I hide that from anyone? Have you screamed it from the rooftop if I was working with like in a team like that? Mental. But no, I am not in quiz. <laughs> well, we'll just tell everyone you were. Uh, right. Yeah. So for anyone who's never listened before, Digital Diaries is a podcast all about them, their video games. Now, ordinarily, uh, we would have everyone on, giving them a little bit of a topic, uh, and like, each member of the panel basically would have their own topic. We're changing things up a bit as we're just in the middle of a relaunch, and obviously with everything that's going on in the world right now, just keeping it a bit of light and breezy. So, gentlemen, I'm just going to basically ask you what you've been playing and what you've been up to. So if anyone wants to volunteer to go first... <laughs> Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Quite on, Chris, you should sure, volunteer. Now I'll, I'll start then. Yeah. What, what you've been up to? I want to go on. Uh, well, I started last couple of weeks. I think I've been on trying Final Fantasy VII the remake, but that's felt like a bit of a chore from where I'm up to. Uh, and then also just tidying up backlogs as well. So Modern Warfare. Kind of finished all the the campaign on that just to tidy up all the trophies, the platinum for it, and then Burnout Paradise just to dip in and out of. So, okay. I fancy has been the main one really. Mm-hmm. How are you finding the remake? Well, let's be honest. Uh, I didn't massively play the original. I remember playing it on the. I had it on the PS One, and I probably played through the first disc, got most way through I think the second disc, and then gave up. Okay. Um, I I was kind of peer pressured into playing it like all my friends played it my stepbrothers played it 
So I thought, Joe, you know I'll finally give it a shot because I was kind of more the Metal Gear Solid side and they were all Final Fantasy side. So there's always arguments between us. And yes, so I thought, Joe, you know I'll give it a go. There's been all this hype around it. It looks nice. The demo played well. So I thought, I'll give it a go. But I've got up to about chapter 11 and I've just hit a wall and like I just can't be asked getting back to it at the minute. I've just <laughs> been really, really thinking. Every time I think, oh, I've got time, I'll play it tonight, as like, do you know what, I'll sit and play Burnout instead, or I'll sit and play something else instead. Okay. Okay. Um, Burnout Paradise, you mentioned. Um, absolute yeah. classic game. I, I love that game. Uh, are, you, are you just playing through the single player on it? I've done it now. I've got the... I remember playing it on the PS3 years ago when it first came out, mm-hmm. and then I got the remastered version when I lived abroad. So I think it came on the store for like eight quid. Mm-hmm. So I picked that up, and I've just played through it, and I've just done through the whole kind of the campaign or whatever it's all the all the licenses okay tidied up all the trophies again just to keep me tidying over i think i keep playing things just to so i don't have to go back to final fantasy but okay. i'm gonna get to a point where like yeah i kind of need to actually finish it sooner rather than later okay have you tried the online on bird and paradise yes yeah i did that i went i probably did that to the end of last year just to I went on with some friends and we all there was a few of us that said oh I want to pick up same thing again pick up the trophies do all this do that so it's it's, it's alright but I think once you've especially in like the campaign once you've done a couple of races it's very much rinse and repeat rinse mm-hmm. and repeat and it's it, it just gets a bit it'd be nice to see something new from them like a new burnout to come um, going probably the same lines as Paradise, but I don't, I don't know how you can really make it any better. To be honest, yeah, I, I love the good game. Yeah, I, I love the online in Burnout Paradise. When it first came out on the, I, I bought it on the 360, and I did all the challenges from like two players to eight players. I did all of those, and then um, yeah. I, I, I think I got towards the end on it. Um, in 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 regard to the the career campaign type thing, and then my my Xbox broke. So then I got the Red Ring of Death, bought a new Xbox, and at that point there was no cloud saves. So I lost my save, and I had to start all over again. Uh, that nice. I mean, if this happened to me now, like, before, I think I got the Platinum the Cup of Night score. I thought if that happened to me where I have to do it all again, I think I'd have just got not a chance. I'm deleting the game and never touching it again. Yeah, it was weird because some games, I remember, like Gears of War, for example, that didn't rely on the save so much. It checked against your achievements to see what achievements mm. you've got and and you could carry on from levels that you'd got the achievements for uh, but yeah burnout paradise didn't do that so but luckily i probably shouldn't um well i can't remember the i can't think of the word for it, but i shouldn't advocate this really um ea at the time sold a time saver pack so you could literally pay like a pay like a about six or seven pound it was to unlock all of the cars so yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd unlocked all of them anyway and um, so yeah, I just I just paid for that, and it literally put me back where I was. Obviously, I had to do a lot of the races again. But then when yeah. you when you've got all the cars unlocked, it, it obviously makes those early ones uh, much quicker. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then I bought I it again. God, that's it. We make that. I had to, the PS3 was starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Had to unlock everything. Uh, I think I, I think I got outside the A license on the PS3 version, but mm-hmm. then stopped after that. But with this one, because it was the remastered, you, mm-hmm. you you were given a lot of the cars from the start. Okay. You had the original Burnout cars, which you, you, you unlocked during the game, but then you had all like, the cops and robbers, the bikes, and all, you had all that from the start, near enough. Mm-hmm. So you could just go inside the cop cars, which are just the regens of the normal cars, pick one of the best ones, and right, right, there you go, you can have a bit of an easier run now to the 
to the better licenses. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. I say, I bought it again when it came out on the uh, on the Xbox One, and uh, it didn't seem to take off in the same way as it did on on, on the Xbox no. 360. Unfortunately, no. it was, I mean, it's a, it's a fun when it came out. Like I remember when it came out the PS3, and I was online with loads of people. And it was it was really you. It felt like they hadn't been a decent online kind of demon of racing game like that in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So to have something and that you could easily do like chat with friends and stuff like that and just have eight people just mess about, do what you want. It was quite. So I remember like going to like the I think it was like the quarry in it and stuff like that and doing all the barrels or the jumps and stuff like that. It was it was just so much quite different at the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, this when it's come out like this gen, which got released on the, the remastered version, it's yeah, it has felt a bit more stale online. There's not many people there, but. Yeah, it was just nice to get back to it and just tidy it over, mm-hmm. and just I thought, Joe, I'll clear it up because it is a fun game. I like. See, it's not very often I go for like a platinum on some games. It's usually ones that I thought, Joe, I, I can happily sit and play this for a while. So I'll I'll go for some of the achievements. There's a lot of games out there. I was thinking, I just can't be arsed with. Yeah, definitely. Like, looking at Final Fantasy VII to do the hard mode, I think I'd give it a good go. But then hearing my friends just how much they're going on about it, and they're like Final Fantasy fanatics, they know everything about it, and usually. There's a couple of trophies in that game that uh, will absolutely take the piss if you're a trophy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've looked at the list and I just think I'm having a hard time going through the game on normal mode because I'm just mm. not into Final Fantasy massively. And I'm just thinking, I think I'd throw the console out the window playing hard mode from what I've seen. <laughs> so I think I'll just complete it, leave it at that, and let's move. I mean, The Last of Us is around the corner. Mm. So I thought I'll just wait for that and then I'll, that'll be the next oh, big thing. Got that, that spoil for me today. Yes, well, I, please I don't, don't shout anything. Yeah, please don't I, say anything, I Jesus. I, I would never, but I was, I had done so well to, like, uh, avoid the spoilers, and then today I was just scrolling through Twitter and it was right there. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, hey. I was like, fucking Christ. But I oh. think I've seen one spoiler, but I'm not 100% if I've seen it or not. But I did the same, flicking through Twitter when it all happened last week. And I saw a clip of a video, but it's like, you see it and you're like, am I... What this is? This looks it was like it's a new trailer. So I didn't know anything had leaked. Yes. And then when I saw something, I like um, flick away, flick away. So I'm like, well, well there's so one, bi- there's one leak that was very ambiguous. So that's why I'm hoping. So I'm hoping I've seen something where, yeah. it, I, from what I think I've seen, I'm hoping it's not. But I've kind of just knew enough stayed away from Twitter most of the time and everything else, and just thought I'll wait till it's out. So it's only like four weeks off, something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the the worst part is people are making memes of it as well. Mm. So like, so that's why I've just stopped with Twitter and everything. I'm not yeah. bothering because I just don't want anything ruined for me. Oh god, yeah. I say I'm being very careful when I'm on social media. I've avoided YouTube for like a week. Which yeah. is unusual. Usually, I spend like I can spend like four hours a day on YouTube, and I've yeah. I've ha- hardly opened it up in the last week or so, just in case. Have you seen a new trailer tomorrow? Which yeah. I don't understand why. Uh, because they haven't really released a proper trailer in a, quite a long time. Yeah. So you just leave it at kind of what they released. Is it towards the? Yeah, I, PS experience. Where I can't remember what the. the oh, they're thing. not doing that this year. Yeah, but they, towards the end of last year, about November, they released a bit of a story trailer. Then I thought yeah. that kind of that was enough. I, but, thought, I don't but, really want to see anything else. Every also, game has like a launch trailer. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's also yeah. an Xbox event coming up this week. So and it's Thursday? yeah, first I think it's Thursday evening. Uh, but yeah, you know, so obviously, yeah. obviously, you know, Sony need to put something out to uh, to you know be in the conversations, you know. 
So it, it, really it, lagging behind, aren't they? I mean, you've got Microsoft that have just gone, they've shown us the console, they give us all the specs, and now probably Thursday I can see it be, here's what we're bringing out for it, here's the games, etc. Mm -hmm. well, uh, only third party stuff on Thursday. Mm, yeah, they're showing um, the new Assassin's Creed, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Gameplay. And then they've, they announced today that every month they will be releasing new information on games and features and uh, just other things about Xbox Series X. Yeah, it does look like so Cyberpunk's going to be making some kind of appearance as well, apparently. Ooh. Uh, I, don't know about, I don't know about Thursday, because they've got their own thing on the 11th. Okay, because I know Xbox has been tweeting the Cyberpunk Twitter account today. Yeah, oh, okay. and that's They've usually got that an indication. Console coming out, haven't they? Which I just don't see any point in. Yeah, that's really strange. Comes out before the uh, before the game. Before the game. <laughs> and, and at a time when new consoles, yeah, are due out. I think it's because their production line has had already like scheduled to make it, mm -hmm. and with everything being so stretched already, it would probably be a huge pain in the ass to delay production on hardware because they've also got controllers and hard drives and controller uh, stands and a special pair of headphones they're going all out on this so yeah it's strange but i say people will buy it because it's what they, they there's only a limited number of them as well isn't there for a change yeah 45 yeah something like that so it's scalpers will be out there yeah definitely it's also a really cool one as well it glows in the dark <laughs> Who wants a glow in the dark console? Really, come on. Gamers do. Have you seen the <laughs> shit that they buy? Have you? I went. I went to a, an ROG press event, and uh, I was. Uh, they had like everything glowing in RGB, and they had like this massive. The, the one thing that wasn't glowing was, was a massive like statue of their logo, and they're like, "Oh, that's supposed to be glowing, but we forgot to bring the power supply." Wow. Gamers love. Things that just light up. Well, you know, I'm I'm so I'm sat in a room right now, surrounded by various bits of, of gaming tat. But I don't even I wouldn't want a glow in the dark console. I just find that a bit much. It is a nice console. And I do like the controller, but I have enough Xbox One controllers, so I, I I'm not buying any more of them. Uh, anything else you've played, Matt? Uh, that's kind of been it. It's just kind of been just so tidying stuff up, like. Finally completed Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man. I got the new Dragon Ball, so I completed all them. So it was kind of like just find some old things with nice stories and then just sit and play through them while we're on this lockdown and can't really do much else. So it's kind of up story stuff that I'm going through at the minute. I'm just staying away from any multiplayer things. I just can't be asked. Mm. Adam, you've been, you've played um, Final Fantasy VII, haven't you? The remake. I have, yeah. How are you, um, how are you finding it? Well, it's it's interesting because. I think I'm in the minority who who didn't play the original. Um, so, I, all right, cool. Well, well Lewis wasn't even Lewis. Much. Lewis wasn't even born when it came. Yeah. Out. Because, just because I wasn't born doesn't mean I I couldn't couldn't have played it. I played 30 minutes of it on a Vita, and I was hmm. like, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll come back to it. It never did. <laughs> it's now being bought it for the Switch, and I've been playing it bit by bit. Because when I went on holiday over Christmas, I. I remember thinking, oh, this would be nice to play while I'm away. So I've been replaying the classic on the Switch, but I didn't get that too, that far into it. Kind of got to the same point, like, right, I'm bored of it now. I need to move <laughs> on. Um, yeah, it's weird, actually. I remember walking down to school, um, and one of my best mates, he was, like, mad on it. He was well into it. And I was um, the big, like, Resident Evil boy when I was growing up. So um, I was massively talking about, like, Resident Evil 2, and then he was like, no, that game's shit. You've got to play Final Fantasy VII. And I was Ooh. like, okay, die. 
Um, but, but yeah, so him and like him and I just never, and I think out of spite, I deliberately never played it because I thought I'm going to piss you off and never play the game that you love. I think that's um, why it took so long. I'm the same as you. I think all my friends at school, I think yeah. I was in secondary school by the time it came out. Yeah. I think, and everyone around me played it, and I was kind of same as you. Like, no, I'm not playing it because I just don't. I don't want to because you all like it. I'll stick mm. with Metal Gear Solid. That'll do me. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Metal Gear, so that was a big thing in our family. I've got two brothers, um, an older and a younger, and we kind of, whenever we played like a game, it was like all of us played it together. So Metal Gear was massive in our house. Uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy, just for whatever reason, didn't really cross the mark until later on. Um, but having said that, Final Fantasy VII, I'm actually pretty much enjoying. Um, there's a few batshit crazy things, but then that comes with Final Fantasy, doesn't it, to be fair? Um, some of the mouth animations of some NPCs, oh my god. Um, like literally, I watched. Oh, I can't remember what the name of this woman is now. There's a certain woman you get a mission off, and I'm not kidding. It's like somebody's got an air machine and they're just blown it directly into my mouth. Like <laughs> her, her lips shouldn't move like that. And I literally took a screen capture of it, sent it to my that mate I mentioned earlier, and I literally just sent this to him. I was like, "Is this what you're on about? Are they taking the piss?" <laughs> and then um, he just sent me back. He was like, "No, no." Blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Don't try and justify it. You didn't work on the game. Calm, <laughs> calm yourself down." Um, but anyway. There's Overall, been a lot of that. There's been a lot of people defending how technically, uh, mm. uh, like, inconsistent it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I played through it um, on release, and it is one of the, like, most inconsistent games I've ever played. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I... It's weird because I came to Final Fantasy much later on. Um, like I'm one of the again very very minority who actually enjoyed Final Fantasy Thirteen. So that game got ripped apart. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, although when you were talking about losing savings and coming back to them, I remember I got halfway through Final Fantasy Thirteen, and then it was on my PS3, and then it broke. So then we got a new PS3, and I literally started it again, uh, like some madman. But um, yeah, like I remember like going through it again and being like, Christ, I'm really good at this and thinking, oh yeah, well, the reason why is because I've already played this. Um, <laughs> and then kind of when I got to the point where I was up to and then onwards, then yeah, I just really enjoyed it. But no, um, so yeah, I, I enjoy Final Fantasy. I'm, I'm not crazy about it. I don't know all the lore and everything. So it's quite nice to hear this story. Well, kind of experience the story fresh. Um, I know that there's a lot of like new bits been added in as well. So that doesn't have an effect on me because I don't really know what's new and what's not. But it feels quite coherent in terms of story. Kind of, it seems a bit predictable in places. I know the kind of big shock as well that's going to happen later on because who the hell doesn't? Um, so I'm intrigued to see how that kind of comes into it, and whether the kind of dance around that, or whether it's just straight down the line of yep, yeah, it happened like this in the original, so it's going to happen like that. But um, I think the combat's quite well done um, for a Final Fantasy game. I know it's obviously not your turn-based, but it really does kind of make you think, right, when you take them moments to pause and think, right, who can that then take over as? I need them to do this ability, and then I'll jump in with this ability. Um, and it does get you thinking tactically to a degree. Um, so I think it is quite well done. It's quite well polished as well. Looks very nice. Um, and this is coming from me, who doesn't normally care much about gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, but no, like, I'm really feeling it. Um, as I say, I, Matt, I completely get where, you, where you're coming from. I got to a certain point. I don't know whereabouts I'm up to, but I got to a certain point when I was like, I'm sorry, go and find some cats? No. Oh, um, yes, yeah, I yeah, I mean. yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> that is not happening. Those those cats, like, go and find them yourself. <laughs> I'll just piss off at my life. Like, no. Um, I mean, I did the mission anyway, like a lunatic. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, there were certain missions like that when I was just like, oh, my God, why? Um, there's a mission later on when you have to find, I think there's like five kids with swords on the back. Yeah. I um, gave up. Yeah. I gave up. I found four <laughs> of them. Uh, yeah. I, it's... 
it's like a 10 square foot area and you're just <laughs> running around and i was like where the fuck is this little shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know your pain i found them all like and then um christ and that little like boss battle afterwards i remember like getting so annoyed with myself because i was like oh this little boss battle and they, they ask you to kill like i said oh it's like a frog or something like that um oh, the... yeah. okay yeah and uh it's it and yeah and so anyway you go along and i remember it absolutely kicked my ass the first time and i was like what the hell this is like this isn't a final boss type thing i was like <laughs> livid and then um i went back and as you always do you come away go back and do it first time um but yeah but i think I again with the final fight yeah oh every time but yeah so literally i think because it does force you to think right kind of that way in like dark souls does it as well to agree right what you did first time is never going to work go back reassess your kind of you know your tactic approach to it and figure out how you're actually going to do it and when i came back and did that i moved around some of my materia as well and it just absolutely wiped it out and it, you kind of appreciate it a bit more and you think you've put the effort in that's actually paid off um so it's quite a good battle system i am quite a fan of it um, yeah it's it's definitely since i'm from the original where it's it is heavily turn-based to change it so much mm. but it does feel it fits for now it like for the current well, what we're in now mm. um but as you said like going into a battle losing it coming back out and think why am i not doing it why is this not and then it's that i think with not really playing final fantasy before and not knowing material not knowing all that background to it going back into mm. it and then thinking just swap these two ones around so one's linked one isn't and yeah you go into it and you're like you'll finish the battle within two minutes where before you die and it was taking like 10 15 minutes so it's like oh so it's that little thing but the the thing that annoys me is that you'll go into every kind of let's say major battle with that knowledge thinking yeah that i'm going into this the 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 enemies so far have been this type of element or whatever so i'll do that and then it's like oh crap no it doesn't work so you've got to know that you're going to have to die in that battle to start again and do it all over again <laughs> i think that's one thing that's just irritating me slightly at the minute mm -hmm. um, no, okay, yeah. there's only like a couple of main like enemies like the big enemies that mm -hmm. i've done first time but a lot of like it's been a lot of rinse and repeat mm -hmm. have any of you guys played final fantasy 15 yes, yes. No. Ha how, how for those of you that have then how does the combat compare between the two because i don't like oh, turn-based fighting at all but 15 was fine for me uh i think it's much better than uh final fantasy 15's combat okay i agree it actually feels like you're hitting something okay because <laughs> yeah I, I i put i put like i completed final fantasy 15 put like hours and hours and hours into it and yeah the combat was a bit chunky um but but i got on with it so if it's comparable in a, in a better way uh, in 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 seven then i'll probably be more inclined I, to give I'd it a go the the problems for each uh of these two games are the exact opposite of uh like 15 15 and 7 have the exact opposite problems of okay what their own games have like um i i felt like final fantasy 15 was a bit too open and you mm. spend a lot of time doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake is a bit is quite linear, a bit mm -hmm. too much. Um, Final Fantasy XV has very floaty combat, uh, mm -hmm. and obviously, like you can move around a whole lot because the areas you're fighting in are absolutely huge, and there's a lot of verticality to that. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is enclosed areas with a, a shoddy camera, and they, it doesn't have a jump button. Okay. <laughs> You know, and its lack of a jump button is a <laughs> fucking mistake. <laughs> you know, so really I think gets... I got used to it now without the jump. When I first started, it was like, why, why can't I jump? Have you fought the? It's... 
Have you fought enemies that have little helicopter things? Yes. Mm -hmm. God, I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you don't have Barrett with you, it's like, what? Oh, oh yeah, God. it is painful. I was I'm like, so sometimes Cloud will jump up, sometimes he won't. Yeah. So it's like, you're on, they are, the enemies that are in the air are super frustrating to fight. And mm. I, I was just thinking back to Final Fantasy XV, like, you could just press a button and zip up there. You know what annoys me about Barrett? Um, Everything. God, I I, yeah, pretty much. Like, when I very first started, I was like, I understand apparently he was like this in the original, but Jesus Christ. He is a massive asshole in the first yeah. mission. Oh my God. Is, it is so hard to play through that first mission because of Barrett. Yeah, that, mm. yeah I, I can't stand him as a character. Yeah. But he becomes immediately better as soon as that mission ends. Right, you know what it is, right? This is this is my problem with Barrett. Every time you kill something and he goes da, 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 like literally piss off and die. But <laughs> what what I really did like, the way they started to lean towards this, and they haven't come back to it, and I hope to dear God they do, because it's kind of it was a nice character moment for Barrett, and I was like, Oh, I'm seeing a different side and this is quite nice. It's that whole thing with is it his daughter? Molly, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that whole moment, I was like, "All right, okay." So I'm starting to see a difference, and some actual character from this, you know, stereotype of a mess. Um, but now I'm seeing some actual character development. This is nice, and it was a nice little moment in the bar when all of you had that all that conversation. Yeah. And then when that goes away, and it's just like generic Barrack comes back, and it's like all that's forgotten about. I'm like, "Whoa, hold on a minute! Like, why are you not building on that? Like, you started something there. And I'm guessing it'll come back in the story later on, and hopefully Barrett will change. But what I'm seeing right now is just a pain in the ass. Yeah, um, Barrett does become like you. You do get more time with him and Marlene, and also he does become less of an asshole, and there is more camaraderie there. Mm. Um, I just feel like a lot of the problems in Final Fantasy VII remake they never improve them. Okay. Like th throughout the entire game, they're always there. Mm. Well, yeah, I have been playing another game as well. Okay. Um, so that is—is is, is anyone played um, Half-Life, Alex? No. 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 <laughs> VR games? God no. <laughs> I I love VR, but this game is forty five pounds, and I'm not even sure I can run it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Christ. I mean we were talking last week, Chris, that I updated my PC, mm -hmm. so thankfully, I think even then, like some of my settings have to be at minimum for the game as well. Um, the game looks it... very nice on minimum, though. Yeah, I it watched, does. I it... watched that digital Fenry video. It looks. Oh, did you? Well, to be fair, or. My God! So I've played um, quite a few VR games. Like my my best friend actually got me into VR, um, so I was like, okay, play like a few games with them. You know, like the kind of very gamey, gamey games, just like move stuff around and work with like you know, you know, the usual to make it quite gimmicky to get you used to VR, as it were. Steam, like they've done a lot of um, obviously different. However, Half Life Alex, oh my God! Um, I thought the Batman VR game was quite immersive, um, but I this just. I've never in my life <clears throat> felt so immersed in a game and what I have with this. Um, and that says a lot, because I've found a lot of games that I've really kind of thrown myself into and gotten wrapped up in. But it's just the moment when you start, and literally all you are is you're just on a balcony and you're looking over City 17. I think I stood there for about half an hour, 
like you know not even moving just looking but it it tracks so well where you can kind of lean your head over and look straight down the balcony and see the street below there's people down below riding on bikes talking to each other um i even picked up a cannon threw it over the balcony and watched it fall and hit next to someone and they kind of stepped away and then looked up at us just <laughs> all like you, you see birds come and land uh, like next year i don't know what the big massive creatures are called in half-life but when it's one of them it? is it a strider yeah why what was i thinking I something completely like different I was thinking harvester. Something anyway. Yeah. No, but... harvesters are the big, the big uh, gloopy ones. Ah, uh, yes. Two. Yeah, we'll go Strider. Um, so when one of their legs kind of lands right next to you, and you can kind of look right up and and look at it. But yeah, like all the little details. There's even a little moment when, and it's nothing. You do not even have to do this. But um, there was like there was a video playing, and anyway, it's Alex's dad talking to you, and then uh, there's like a pane of glass next to you and there's a pen and like a, um almost like a whiteboard like rubber next to it and i was like hmm i wonder so i went over and picked up the pen and like literally put the tip of the pen on the glass and started to draw and attract perfectly what i was drawing you put drew a pen... cock didn't you <laughs> i i did not <laughs> um and then picked up the like the rubber as it were and literally rubbed it all out and i just i was like what the hell am i doing and like it's tiny details like that you know it doesn't matter you know it doesn't add anything to the story or anything at all but it's just that level of immersion and i was just like oh my god what like this is a game i was absolutely blown away and that is literally in the first three minutes of the game um i've gotten quite far now i'm not sure how many chapters there are. i think i'm up to chapter 12 or 13 but oh man the combat. I love how they've gone for the realistic approach of how you reload your guns. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, when you get the shotgun, you've got to literally, like, flick your controller so that the head of the shotgun, like, opens up. <clears throat> got Like, the old ammo pops out. You've then got to take the shotgun shells and literally load them in. So, like, reach over your shoulder, get one, push it in, do the same with another one. Then you've got to, like, flick it back up so it clicks back into place and then literally load the shotgun. Now, you can imagine the struggle of that when you've got, obviously, people, like, walking towards you and you're like, oh, my God. But it just for me, it just adds to that immersion. I can't do the smooth travel away. I have to do the teleport because the smooth kind of traveling makes me want to be sick. Um, but you'll, yeah, but... you'll get used to it eventually. I kind of had to for um, the Walking Dead game, Saints or Sinners. But um, oh, anyway. I haven't played that yet, but that looks oh. really good. That is, yeah, phenomenal. I've seen videos for that as well. That's PS. That's going to PSVR quite soon. It came out today. Well, it? It was oh, really? I, I believe it was a stealth launch. Yeah. This is what I keep wondering. It's like, I know Half-Life Alex looks to be like quite a meaty game, but I think wonder if they will bring it ever for the VR, the they've, PSVR. They've kind of hinted at it. They, they might do it next yeah, gen. It's mm. just, that's I think will it be next gen. Will we get a PSVR 2 if they ever do one? And that's when we'll get Half-Life Alex. Because I know what you mean about being immersed in it. I've not played it, but I've watched videos because I do really like Half-Life and I think this is something I'd love to play. Yeah. But there was a guy who did a video like he, he had, he had uh, people chasing him in a shootout. He jumped out of a window <laughs> and he climbed along the edge of the of the building on like a pipe because the, the people who were searching him in the next door room, he went to the window, he slid the window open, lifted it up, shot him, but then kept closing the window. So <laughs> open it and close it, and then every time he opened it, he just kept shooting. I just thought it's it was that, even though it was so minimal, like you say, that's just something that will add to it. And I, yeah. I did see the, the demo of the the pen on the window on the, the whiteboard, yeah. so I still want to do that as well. So it, it does look an absolute phenomenal game. It I is. I think it's... with the move controllers for the PlayStation app, I just don't know how well they would work with it. Mm. They're so bad. They are the worst VR controllers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, if you want a uh, VR game that does uh, 
shooting really well. Uh, it mm. is a multiplayer game, but I don't know if you've played Pavlov VR. Uh, no, but someone recommended it to me, actually. I haven't played it yet. Any good? I, yes, very good. Uh, well, it's, it's really buggy. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know if you've ever played the, the CSGO yes. game mode, um, Trouble and Terrorist game. Mm-hmm. But that mode is in Pavlov, and in VR, right. it is the most terrifying thing ever. <laughs> and it does it does have realistic like weapon reloading. Oh, like, cool! And, um, and every weapon is individual mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, and some guns you've got a two hand, like a, a Desert Eagle. Yes, um, I like that. Which which is terrifying, and it just has such, every time you play with like a good lobby of people, mm-hmm. um, you will there will always be something that is will make you laugh out loud <laughs> so uh oh, cool. especially especially if you're a terrorist and you you're playing with a friend and you decide to just give them a bomb or a knife mm-hmm. and just watch chaos ensue. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow now check it out i mean um as i say like the realistic use of the guns is phenomenal in half-life having said that the the way you attack with kind of melee weapons in the walking dead is absolutely phenomenal um, like there, there is gunplay in that. I mean, it's not as good as Half-Life Alex, the gunplay, but the melee weapons, wow. So um, even just the training, when I mean, I haven't played a lot of it because I kind of thought, right, I'm going a bit crazy. I'm trying to play seven games at once. So I am kind of working my way through Final Fantasy and Half-Life Alex, and when I've gotten them out of the way, I'll go back to The Walking Dead. But I did just play like the kind of literal open part. And uh, it's when you have... So, like, even you can flip a knife around in your hands, you can choose to hold the knife the way you would normally kind of hold the knife, or you can flip it to hold the handle with the blade down, um, like any sane person will in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> so, obviously, I flipped the knife around like that, but it's just the way you can creep up on zombies, and then when you get directly behind them, I've never, like, you've, you've got to literally, like, mime it out in real life with your controller and bring the knife down, but it's also, like, motion detected, so if you do it just softly... You just kind of graze the zombie skin. But you've got to oh, really yeah. like hack down as if you're hacking like into the skull. But the way that it's done, um, the, like the sounds with it, um, done it, it just feels so satisfying to get that kind of, this sounds really weird, sounds like I'm a serial killer, but it sounds so satisfying <laughs> to sink that knife into the zombie's head and just watch it fall. You know, and it's kind of like, it's just that immersion again, like because you are literally lifting your arm in the air and bringing it down hard as if you were kind of doing it in real life, I guess. But, wow. And hoping that... someone doesn't come in while they see you just like stabbing the air. Stabbing the air and shouting, get out! Um, but yeah, it's that's that never gets old. And I'm intrigued to see more of where The Walking Dead will go. I did see a, a video online. It was because um, obviously with people in lockdown and everything, uh, mm. I think PSVR and the like have actually sold quite well recently. I know a few people have gone out and purchased one. Um, but I think this was a, this must have been a PC one because the video was a few weeks ago, and it's um, a, a woman walking in on her, on her husband, and she's like, "Oh, I just <laughs> bought this new VR thing," and I've walked into the room, and this is what he's doing, and I'm I'm quite worried, and he's quite an older gentleman, and uh, literally you can just see him, and he's miming, smacking her head against a wall, and then she literally <laughs> flicks to the screen, and he's he's literally holding the back of it, I believe it, it looks like a zombie's head anyway, and he's literally mm. just smashing it against the wall like yeah. proper going for it and this woman's just like i'm really worried about my husband <laughs> yeah you can do that as well you can like impale the heads on spikes as well <laughs> wow. so like if yeah if there's like a fence and like some of it's bent over if suddenly because your weapons some of them can smash like if you completely miss the zombie and like smack your knife into the wall like the bit the like blade can just shatter 
Um, so then in that point, you can just grab the zombie head and just shove it into the fence as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of like that zombie type of games, you get so many, you know, going back, how many zombie games have we got? And it's always just a case of point shoot. But no, the um, I just love how they've really put a massive focus on, right, how would it feel to kill a zombie with a melee action? But yeah, it feels damn satisfying. Excellent. I've hardly touched my PlayStation VR. I bought one last year when the price dropped to under £200. But then I went out and bought the um, the Move controllers. And then I went out and bought loads of games. And then I did my ankle in. So I've hardly used it. And I it's disgusting how much they charge for those Move controllers. Oh, God, yeah. Considering they were like £3 in bargain buckets in CEX yeah. beforehand. And yeah, yeah, I've seen people. I've yeah, people sign up for fifty pound each. I think I paid. Wow. I I think I paid about fifty five for two, in, in, in when I got yeah. them and and stuff yeah. like that. But I thought I had to get them, and then literally I haven't even charged them up. They're literally sat in the box downstairs still. Because I keep. Are yours, are yours the old ones or the new ones? They're the new ones. They're PS4 branded oh, and everything. Okay, so your ones can charge off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old ones can only charge off the PS uh, PS4. And if you have the PlayStation VR plugged in and your hard drive plugged in, you can only charge one at a time. Oh, excellent! Oh my god, that's a that's a, a good thing. But yeah, I keep I, keep, I, to, I, keep I plugged in my PS3 it. to charge them. Wow, <laughs> I think I think now I've got my office set up properly and stuff like. That. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna bring my PS4 upstairs into the office as well because I don't use it that often as it is. And I think if I bring it up, it'll give me. I don't. I haven't got masses of room but because the way my living room set up my tv is at an angle and stuff so it's quite difficult to get the ps4 calibrated because i'm having to move my coffee table and stuff so i think i've got a better chance of getting it set up here and if i get stuff me i could do some streaming then you can watch me smash zombies heads uh, again my living room is extremely small for psvr but my oculus works just fine that's weird so yeah, so. you need as long as you got like a sensor at a good angle with your Oculus, you don't actually need that much space. But with PlayStation VR, it'll just constantly tell you to like fuck off backwards. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's weird. Yeah. So my living room's like my living room's massive because it's like the entire back of my house. But yeah, because of the the way my furniture's laid out. Um, I, I wasn't sure how it'd work, but then I found the closer I got with PSVR, we su- we su- the handful of games I tried, the the the, be- the better it was. But then other times it would like completely lose you without you even moving. And, I've and, never and got that like Star that. Trek game to work. Really, I've seen I've seen a yeah. few people have problems with that. Like the hands go all weird when you watch videos of people playing it. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly characters' hands start f- like flipping out as if it's lost the tracking. Again, like fine, fine on PC, but mm-hmm. like even if even if my PlayStation camera is looking directly at me at my hands, as soon as I try to use the table, uh, the not the table, the the desk, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is on Star Trek, um, <laughs> it just it just doesn't work. So I imagine all that will improve when the the new console comes along because. The only reason the PS Pro for Pro exists is because of PSVR because. The PS um for the original PS4 isn't quite powerful enough to run it properly, so then obviously the boost that you get with the Pro mm. helps and stuff like that. And then they've said that the um the new the PS5 the existing PS VR will work with it. I imagine they'll do some kind of updated version with less wires because yeah. they've already done that once already. Haven't they? There's like the one I've got's got I think one less wire. The or the wires are tidier or something. They they do have a patent for um wireless one don't know if it's gonna work or yeah. if they'll ever release it but they got pants for new controllers and stuff and a new version of psvr mm-hmm. uh, what so, are yeah. you using what are you using adam to play um alex 
I have an HTC Vive. Oh, it's right for some, isn't it? Mm, sorry for some. <laughs> um, yeah, it's what, it's what, to be fair, it's what my best mate has. And I watched him kind of use it, and I was like, freaking hell, it looks like the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, there's been like a lot of variations come out since mine. So I think mine's like the first edition one. I mean, it still works incredibly well. The, the Vive's the um, one where you've got to have the, uh, the posts, isn't it? Uh, you don't necessarily oh, the base, have base stations. Yeah, you've got the base stations, but you haven't. You don't have to put them on posts. I've got mine on top of my wardrobe at the moment, pointing oh, okay. down at me. Um, can, you, can you use uh, other sensors? Because I know Oculus can use the HTC Vive things, but I, I don't do, know. If I don't know if it's the other way around. Thing. I know that if you upgrade kind of your Vive, um, you can still use your original base stations. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if you're going to like kind of crossplay like that with other equipment. I'm not sure actually. I'd have to have a little. Little look see. But yeah, so I use the HTC five, but it is, yeah, a nice piece of tech. It's very costly. Mm-hmm. Um so fine. But um but yeah, damn worth it for them two games alone to be fair. Excellent. Uh Lewis, what have you been playing yes. then? What weird Dragon Ball Z themed <laughs> Japanese games have oh you been God. playing? Well, apart from Final Fantasy Seven Remake, which uh I wasn't extremely hot on, but I did complete it. Um I've been playing with the uh the Evercade. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. No. It's a new retro games portable that actually has cartridges like officially licensed and stuff. Um, I'm supposed to be reviewing it, but I haven't got around to that yet. Okay. Uh, but I've been I've been trying that out for the past couple of days, and uh, it's it's the second time in my life I've been forced to play Atari Twenty Six Hundred games, and I don't like them. What's wrong with Atari Twenty Six Hundred games? They're bad. No, Cent- they're so Cent- bad. Centipede is amazing. I love Centipede. All right, Cent- Centipede is a is a good game, but it is. Incredible! It is much better on literally every other platform it was ever released for. I still have an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Poor man. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. The, the 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 joysticks never work. They break so easily. And then they're so temperamental when you if you, even if you replace it and stuff like that. But yeah, they're great. Twenty six. I love the Twenty Six Hundred. Mm. Is it? Was it the? Fi- How old are you? <laughs> yeah, it, the 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 Twenty Six Hundred was my first console there, so. That, that explains that. Rose, you've got many pairs of rose tinted glasses. I was playing the sequel for Yars Revenge. What is it? Yars Return? Okay, is yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I thought it was the biggest piece of shit I've played in years. Oh, God. You're murdering my childhood I... here. Like, you know, I know I bully you for being young, but you are literally. No, I can bully you for being <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I pl- There's a game called Haunted House. Did you ever play that one? Doesn't ring a bell. Fucking Christ! <laughs> fucking awful. Although I did enjoy, um, I did enjoy the original Yars Revenge. I thought, uh, yeah, Yars Revenge. I thought that one was okay. Okay. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. But that is the only twenty six hundred game I've ever enjoyed. But yeah, that that system has like it's got ten different cartridges for like its release, and two of them are Atari compilations. 20 games each. I think I might have heard something about this on like Giant Bomb or something. I think they mentioned it. It's a very nice portable. Okay. Uh, But you can play the cartridges with them not being in properly and I know some people are 
Uh, that's like a, rev a review unit thing, which they're fixing. But I know that some people are complaining about emulation issues, and I'm wondering if they just don't have their cartridges in properly. Okay. And is it is it is it all officially licensed? Because if it's the one yeah. I, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I've heard people saying about how you can get a cartridge or whatever that has loads of games on it, like like the yeah. kind of things you'd buy on a from a Chinese man on the market. And, and stuff yeah, like uh, that. They're, they're all officially licensed. They come okay. in like little boxes that look like um, they're like mini uh, Mega Drive boxes. Okay, oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, and they come with they're not proper instruction manuals, but they come with instruction manuals that have like they list each game with a little synopsis and they show their control scheme and uh, it has like some basic information about them. Uh, and it's a really really nice package. And there, there are even some games that aren't actually retro games. They're like retro-inspired games, but they are official games they've released, and they're pretty much every game is quality apart from the two Atari compilations. Okay. Well, don't go Shit. too don't go too far into your opinion because obviously we can we can let people know where they can find your review um, when it when it's ready anyway. So you know, I don't want to take the clicks away from you from the two people. Oh, that's who okay. They don't click anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. If um, they clicked, I'd be happy for once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so is, what's the range of games like on it, though? Um, the, lot, most of them are beat 'em ups, I'd say, or like side scrollers. Okay. Um, to what era? Like, what era are we going into? So you've mentioned the twenty six hundred. There's Mega Drive. Uh, sorry, Genesis Mega Drive uh, NES SNES. Okay. Um, there is there's one company I think it's like. Give me a second. I'm gonna have to Google this. Um, I think it's like Pico or something. Okay. Um, and they are, yeah, it's a Pico cartridge collection, and they have some awesome retro-inspired games. Or maybe these ones are the ones that no, these ones are unreleased games. Okay. Um, that this uh, publisher has like released over the years. So there's stuff like uh, Nightshade. I don't know if you've ever played that. Not a clue. Uh, it was like a point-and-click game uh, for the NES or SNES. And that game's That's really weird. good. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's like there's infragrame stuff. There's like Namco Museum cartridges. Okay. And so... It's all in like really nice presentation, and they all emulate extremely well. Okay, excellent. I say, Very nice. Uh, I imagine you're not going to get your likes of Nintendo and stuff uh, having their no, stuff no, I, there, but... I doubt that. May maybe Sega if it takes off, okay. but. Um, no, it's it's all third party stuff. Nothing like actually from Sega or Nintendo. Okay, oh, I'll, keep, I'll, keep I'll keep an eye. I'll keep an eye. I say because I, I, you know, the Nintendo stuff's not the end of the world because you can literally play those anywhere uh, nowadays. Yeah. And, and obviously, Sega uh, have released quite a lot of their old back catalogue in many forms as well. So yeah, it sounds quite interesting. I'll have to uh, I'll have to keep an eye out for it. Uh, played anything else, sir? Uh, let's look. I've been playing that uh, Mario 64 uh, PC version. Okay, yeah, this kind of sneaked out, didn't it? I saw on the news the other day. Yeah. Um, how, how long before it's it... ripped off the internet forever? Well, actually, the people are being super protective of this game. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to go quite far out of your way to actually find a download for it. Okay. Um, but I do have one if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Mario 64, so... Oh, good. Because I was just gonna say, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the way that the Xbox controller has been mapped, um, but I think it doesn't actually control as well as I've been hyped up. But I did. I did play it as a kid on the N sixty four, and I enjoyed it like enough. But I was. I was too busy with Pokemon Snap to give a shit. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Mario 64 is pretty good. <laughs> I, I did not envision when I asked Lewis what games he'd been playing for a second that he would tell me he'd been playing Atari 2600 games and Mario 64. <laughs> I've just I've been trying to I've been trying to make you feel better. <laughs> it's like maybe if I maybe if I dive down into the into the oldies, then maybe you'll respect me a bit more. <laughs> oh, you know I love you, Lewis. Uh, has anyone oh, else thanks. played anything else? What have you played, Chris? Animal Crossing. Oh. <laughs> how many hours you got? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how to check, but lots. Um, <laughs> I, t- it's weird because um, I spent a significant amount of time last week uh, in my spare, the, the, the few hours of spare time that I've got at the moment, uh, trying to figure out how, how to get my Switch to stream onto Mixer. Because I've got my Xbox set up to Mixer, and I've, uh, you know, I've got a Twitch account that I've never really used. But I thought I'll, I'll just use Mixer, uh, and I've got um, some old capture kit that I was sent when I when I did my um, my charity stream years and years ago, and I'd never actually used them, so I plugged them in, hmm. and they're Hop Hophog, is that how you say it? What the fuck is that? They, they they're a company that makes streaming equipment. Hopage, Hopog. It's now it's a, it, I think it's like a German. Oh, the town. German one. Yeah, it's a German okay. town where the where the company are based. Um, okay. And um, so I set those up, and I thought, right, I can get that, put that into OBS, as I understand it, and then mm-hmm. OBS can stream it into Mixer. Uh, well, something that something that might actually help you. Um, do you know what Xbox Game Bar is on PC? Yes, ex- yeah, I've got all that as well. I'm I'm I'm, I'm on, on the, my PC. That that does the, it as well. Uh, the X split thing. Uh, yes. The only okay. problem was, so I was loading up this piece of software, this this Hobog capture software, uh, <laughs> and I tried both different ones to do it, and it was just yeah. so it would show up in the um in the stri- in the software for the streaming device, but whenever yeah. I opened OBS or anything, it it was just a black screen. I could find it, I could set it in my scenes and oh, and stuff like that, but it it wasn't actually showing. Yeah, I used to have this with my Ava Media card. Yeah. I can't remember how I fixed it. Well, I found, I, it took me quite a while. I was literally just on the point of thinking, because the, the software that comes with this uh, card, Mixer didn't exist when this software came out, so Mixer's yeah. not one of the options. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to use Twitch for my Switch and stream. Uh, my Twitch and my PS, PS4 and my Switch onto, onto Twitch. Fuck it. We won't keep do you it all have, the time today. Do you have both the 32-bit and the 64-bit version of OBS? Yes. Because I believe your capture card will work on one of them, but not the other. I know it's it, either the original or studio. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it works. It, it, and I even went back to like OBS sixteen. Yeah. To to try it, <laughs> and it still got exactly the same thing. And then suddenly, I think I was just going to bed one night. I stumbled across a YouTube video, and this guy was like, uh, "Oh, I've been having this problem where uh, you know the, the, it's a black screen whenever I open OBS, but I can see it on the other piece of software. I can see my um, mm. he, it was his PS3 or something. It wasn't his Switch at the time. He says like, and he said, uh, he said, he said. Then suddenly, all I did is I closed the Hopodge software down, and it appeared in OBS." <laughs> And he's like, so all you've got to do is not open the software for your your capture card, and just open OBS and it'll show there. It's because the stream, the footage can't go to two windows at once. This was happening to me recently. I streamed uh, Halo Two Anniversary, and uh, I was like, well, I got to open my my normal one because otherwise, how's it going to work? Yeah. And any time I open it, it it stops working until I have until I reset my computer because for some reason it's always running in the background. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really strange. So I've got that sorted. So I've I've been laying off my my Animal Crossing because my plan is to, to stream Animal Crossing, and 
I, ha I want to terraform my island because I haven't done any of that yet. So I'm going to do that mm. on a stream, basically. I'm just going to stream terraform my island. So all I'm doing at the moment is like, like an MMO, really. I log into Animal Crossing. I check my turnip prices. Uh, I go around and I do my fishing. I collect all my um, my fossils and stuff like that. And, it, yeah, it's just my little daily routine in the morning. And that's literally, that's literally all, all I've I've seen everyone play it. I've still not understood what you actually have to do for it. You, you, can, <laughs> you do whatever you want. Well, there's not that much to do, but for what you can do, you do a lot of it. Yeah, it, it you can you can do as much or as little as you want. So for me, I've not really done much in regards to designing my island. Um, but yeah, I go in. I, I'm trying to build my museum up. I go in and talk to a few of my characters. I hate all my residents. I'm waiting for them all to move so I can get better ones. Um, oh, if you just if you just run into them a lot, then they'll eventually just want to leave. Yeah, hitting them with my net uh, and, and stuff like that, That's and so running cool. away, running away from them when they try and talk to me. Um, but yeah, they're all adorable. I couldn't let any of them leave. But um, but yeah, I just I just go fishing. I, I like going fishing. I like catching the bugs. You know, I'm a 39 year old man, and I'm sitting on a little cartoon beach for like an hour a day. Um, <laughs> just, just thinking, and I got really excited. I think it was yeah yesterday. Uh, like so, when it rains, you can only catch certain types of fish, rare fish, at certain times of the year, certain places on your island when it rains. And um, there's this one fish that's like some kind of dinosaur fish or whatever. And uh, I'd never because it, it never seems to rain on my island. I hadn't had a chance to catch it, and it was raining yesterday. So I'm sat there uh, watching Wicked Tuna on the telly, you know. So I thought I'll do a bit of fishing while I'm watching people fish, and um, caught this mad dinosaur super rare fish and i got the most excited i've been in weeks uh, but that's really <laughs> excited he's been in 30 years yeah pretty much but that's that's pretty much all i've been playing i, I dipped my toe into formula one 2019 uh because i spoke to uh i did another podcast with a, with, a, with a guy called ryan who will probably appear on this podcast at some point in the future uh but we recorded uh, on his gaming podcast and he was talking about he was playing f1 and stuff like that and as we were talking i noticed it was on sale for like a tenner on the xbox and i like f1 games so i picked that up and i've played a little bit of that um and apart from that yeah i've bought loads of games like i bought telling lies because mm. that's just come out on oh, the xbox yeah. uh the san barlow game but not got around to not got around to playing it yet and is that like similar that. to like her story and yeah it's the same guy san yeah. barlow did the same okay. thing i've got her story never played that either uh but it sat on my steam library i think the problem yeah, i do is... want to play that but i had the ending spoiled for me so i kind of know what happened so i was like mm, there's no point in me playing through it now ah, okay but yeah i say tell, telling lies i've been looking forward to and I, I i think i bought it on steam cheap once and i thought now i've set this computer up in my in my office for, for like the podcast and stuff i thought oh maybe i'll i'll, I'll sit and play telling lies and literally uh, as i was installing it, i was reading through twitter and they'd made the announcement it was coming to the xbox and like, so I just thought, you know what? I'm just gonna wait and buy it on the Xbox. And it came out. Did you refund it? it? Uh, no, because I, I got it through like I think I got I got it through uh, Humble ages ago. Uh, I was just actually installing it at the time. Um, but then you know, it's just a case of getting around to do it. But I did. I've done the same with um, Return of the Oberdin. I waited months and months and months for that to come out on the Xbox. Bought it the day it came out, and I still haven't booted it up. <laughs> so I think it's because I don't get. I do get that much time, but. I feel like I'm pulling myself away from other things when I'm doing it. So I feel like I don't have like a good amount of time to sit down and do a couple of hours at once. And that's what stopped. I don't want to sit and play something like that for like 20 minutes before I go to bed. I want to sit down and have a couple of hours with it. Uh, so yeah. hopefully I'll get around to them at some point. I'm actually allowed to talk about 
proper games that I've played that aren't me running around with a fishing rod hitting a badger in the face. <laughs> so does anyone else like know someone that's super into Animal Crossing? Because it is impossible to get them away from it. It's so addictive. Like I remember the first time I tried one. I think it was the the one on the the DS that came out, and I think I was at Eurogamer, and everyone was talking about it. Everyone was like, "Oh, I'm playing playing Animal Crossing. It's amazing." So I remember buying it on the train on the way home, uh, on my phone, and then I played it, and it it it, it proper sucked me in. I I, I really really enjoyed it, and then I bought this one because I saw it. Got, I saw everyone was talking about it, obviously, because everyone's stuck in the house, and it's the big Switch yeah. game. And then uh, I saw that it was going for like £30 on game, like a couple of days after it came out. And I bought really? it. Yeah. And my provision was, I bought it was, uh, oh, this, uh, my wife's like into that sort of game. And she was looking for something to play while she's furloughed. And I was like, oh, you'll really, really love this game, love. She hasn't, she can't get hold of it because it's one island per Switch and she ain't messing up my island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the opposite camp where um, I bought it and my girlfriend has 230 hours in it. <laughs> wow, and I've never, I've never seen her put that much time into a game. Yeah, it is, oh, wow. it, it is super addictive. Even though I feel like I'm not actually doing anything, because I keep putting every, I keep putting the next stage off in regard mm. to like the, the terraforming and making my island how I want, and and putting the paths down and putting fences down and stuff. Like that. I get, pro- I'm proper addicted to buying turnips. So I got up early on <laughs> Sunday. I got up pro- proper early on Sunday morning to buy turnips. I've got like four million bells in the bank, and I've paid off all my loans. Um, but I, I still spent like seven hundred thousand bells on turnips, and now I'm part of. I've got like um, I'm in a, like a Discord group uh, for Animal Crossing where we're all sat there comparing our turnip prices and arranging sales. This is like this is like. An even nerdier version of fantasy football. Yeah, it 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 it, it, it fantasy it, turnips. Yeah, it it's this this pandemic. It 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 sent me at, like w- proper weird for turnips, and like it is really strange. But like, I like I'm I'm looking at my garden in real life and thinking, oh my garden in Animal Crossing is better than this. You could fix that. That's entirely your fault. Yeah, that's physical work, though, isn't it? Whereas I could just spend like a couple of hundred hours doing my island up instead, and <laughs> you know, and do some fishing. Matt, uh, I think you're just as lost as what I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, literally, I mean, when it came out, the whole all the Twitter feed was just Animal Crossing. I was like, I don't. Mm. And then because people were only to get into it, and then I can't just ignore it. As you got weeks and weeks into it, it's like Chris saying, it's like, oh, these turnip prices, oh, loads are paid off. I've done this, I've done this. Yeah. Like, what? what? It's mad. Like, it just, hmm. I just don't, don't get it at all. I'm just like, Same. no, not for me. Every day I see someone on Twitter who's like, my turnips are at 500, everyone come over. Yeah, I've got 500 where? Send me your dodo code, I'm in. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's proper madness. But like, it sold like for like five million copies and stuff like that because you know, obviously, not much else is is out, and and not much else is looking to be coming out in, until later on in the year now because uh, of everything that's happened. Yeah, it it is. It, it, it's 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 just taking over. And I, I suppose it's the perfect game for for everything that's going on. But the the thing that has has got me a little bit, and I said this on Twitter the other day. It's the biggest game. Everyone on Twitter is talking about it. But if you listen to a lot of gaming podcasts, they'll be like, oh, so what have you been playing? And they'll go, oh, yeah, I played Animal Crossing, but we won't talk about that because everyone's talking about it. Well, why wouldn't you talk about it? It's the game that everyone's playing. 
if you guys had all come on and gone like, oh, I've, I've been playing um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I went, yeah, let's not talk about that. Everyone's talking about it. It, it It's really strange, but I think it's just because it's... I, don't oh, know. I feel like people aren't it's really weird. talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think they did when it first came out. Yeah, yeah and then everyone was like, I, I feel like people have kind of maybe realise that it's not all that great. Mm. <laughs> so okay. the same apart apart from Animal Crossing, the same seems to have happened with a lot of games. I, I think Doom Eternal had the same thing. There was a lot of talk going yes. into it. It came out, Loved and then Thank you. You, you don't hear much <laughs> more. You, you haven't heard much more about it since it came out. It's, um, mm. it's because Animal Crossing well, no is sucking play, all the no oxygen out of the Multiplayer mode. Did any, does anyone Do... play Doom multiplayer now, though? Well, this multiplayer mode, they they put a lot of like, they they were like, oh, it's super unique, and I was like, mm, so it's super okay. <laughs> but yeah, oh well. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I haven't played anything else. Is there anything else that you gentlemen would like to talk about, though? I have played one other game. That was quite good, <laughs> and it was uh, Gears Tactics. Okay, tell me more. It is literally Gears, but Tactics. <laughs> okay, fucking great. Okay, so I I'm not a, a, a fan of like the uh, real 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 time strategy. Is that the uh, I, no? It's, it? not, it's not it's not real time. It's like turn based. Okay, but I um, am intrigued by this. So how do I describe it? Um, I mean, I wrote a thousand words on it, so I probably should be able to. But it's um, so it's XCOM, but with the with the action and the like the the the, the meatiness and the the triple A quality of a mainline Gears of War game. Okay, Ooh, got my there attention. Are, there are even like huge boss fights against like a Brumac or uh, what's the spidery thing called? Uh, a corpse, huh? Yeah, and and corpses and and other things, and its its main villain is called uh, Ukon, and he's uh he's the locust that creates the Brumax and the the corpses and uh, various other gears beasties, and he is the most imposing villain since General Ram. Okay, which is actually I don't even remember any of the other villains of Gears of War. So, <laughs> there's not there's not that um, many to be fair. What this like. What was the third one? The the lamb lamb a uh, lamb a lamb a lamb well the the final boss was like a a lamb brumark and you flew around it in yeah. a helicopter. Um, and Gears Four had a final boss, I think, and Gears Five had something. <laughs> I've now played now. all. I've played I've played all the Gears of War games, but Gears Tactics is probably the most excited I've been for the future of Gears in a long time. Okay. It actually, it, they did release another spin-off. I think it was like Gear, it was Gears Pop Vinyl. Yeah, I thought that's quite <laughs> popular. Oh yeah. Well, is it popular? I've never heard anyone play. It. I, saw, I saw a trailer for like E3. I think it was, and then never saw anything yeah. else. But I don't have an Xbox, so I've never really played them. But I remember seeing it. I'm thinking that cannot actually take off. Well, Gears Pop is a mobile game. It's not even on Xbox. For now, is only on PC. It's. I say. It's, I say. Um, I know. I know Gears Tactic is rumored to be coming to the Xbox. No, and... they did. They did say it is definitely coming to Xbox later in the year. And Gears um... Pop is also coming to the Xbox, apparently. Oh, is it really? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Gears Tactics works flawlessly with a controller. <laughs> okay. So whatever's going on with bringing it to Xbox is maybe they just decided it late, or 
they just didn't think about it into, until after, like close to release. But it works flawlessly with a controller. Although I was playing it with a, a Steam controller because of my my broken my my bad wrist. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you like XCOM even like a, a little bit, uh, and you love Gears of War, you absolutely have to play Gears Tactics. It is phenomenal how would it be to someone new to that kind of genre because that's where i would be so i yeah rts games and and x your xcoms and everything not my thing at all i don't understand them uh i didn't i i kind of avoided even that like mario rabbits thing oh that was really good so i imagine with it with gears tactics having the gears branding would would it be accessible to 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 newer players Okay, because Halo Wars kind of said that, and I didn't understand that either. Uh, Halo, whoever made Halo Wars is a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I love Halo, and I did not understand a single thing when I played Halo Wars 2. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ge- Gears Tactics is extremely accessible, and uh, I- I- I'd say you might find a bit of issue with like the first boss fight, because the first boss fight is where they, they kind of ramp things up and expect you to know things. Mm-hmm. Um, but Every class plays like you would expect. Snipers in Gears Tactics are somehow more satisfying than snipers in Gears of War. Okay, wow. They like they they benefit from being like higher up, and they benefit from being further away. And my sniper is an absolute fucking beast. Where like she has a skill, where if you hit someone, you get two extra actions that uh, round. And she's also got one where if you kill someone with a shot, you get another. You get a, you reload. Okay. Um, because reloading takes an action, uh, and I think you have like three or four uh, for most characters in like the first act, and some characters well you level them up. There is permadeath as well. I had a character called Tyrone who was my heavy. I loved him. He got stomped to death. <laughs> But also, you can revive them. You can chainsaw kill and chainsaw are like executions as well. If you down someone, you can execute them. And uh, they have different benefits for like um, for different characters depending on how you level them up. Like you might get more actions, or you might do like an an instant reload. Okay, uh, it's appa- very very good. Apparently, has it has quite a bit of story as well. Yes. If you if you're into the Gears of War story, this is one of the one of the better ones. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that pulls me in because I say I know Gears gets a bit of a, a, a kick in for being generic shooty bang bang, yeah. um, but it it's got quite an interesting world for me. Yeah. I, I I really enjoy the Gears game, so the opportunity to to get a little bit more stories though is the one thing that has me interested in Gears Tactics. And this is a prequel as well. Mm-hmm. So um, you play as uh, did you play Gears Five? Yes. Uh, you play as Kate Diaz's father. Okay, yeah. Mm. And I won't touch on the story because there is stuff that has ramifications on the rest of Gears of War. Okay, excellent. So, I'll be sure um, to check that. I imagine it will be on Game Pass on the Xbox. It's on Game it's Pass, on Game Pass PC for PC, right isn't now. it? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, I think it, I think it's full price on Steam, uh, or if you want to buy it on PC. But if I mean, if you have PC, just get it on Game Pass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, really, really good. I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, I know, I know, some people went so hot on it, um, but it's got like mid eighties on, uh, like Open Critic and stuff, which is standard Gears of War, really. Mm-hmm. But if you love Gears and you have like a, a fleeting interest in XCOM and stuff, 
this is like the XCOM game for you. It's fucking great. Excellent. Ooh. Right, so I think I'm going to call it there, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. That's been nice. Yeah, uh, Matt. I hope you enjoyed your first podcast. We haven't put I you did. on forever. No, <laughs> no, it's been it's been good. It's been good. Good, good. Uh, so I'll let you go first, then, Matt. Please pimp any socials or anything that you want to pimp. Or not? Did I cut out? Yeah, I think <laughs> mine's slightly cut out then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just yeah, Matt. I was just saying, Matt, if you've got anything that you want to share, like your social media or anything, now's your chance. Um, I've only got kind of my Twitter handle, which is my same name on it. It's just Matt to be two T's underscore not Matty, also with two T's. Um, I'm using it on Twitter, but that's about it really. But I'm obviously keeping quiet on there because I'm just avoiding everything to do with The Last of Us. So probably <laughs> once that's out, then I'll be back on there a little bit more. That's about it really. Excellent. Adam, please. Okay, so on all of my socials, uh, Strawn87, I'm also on Twitch now, doing quite a bit of streaming recently. Um, so come and give me a follow on there, Strawn87 too. What kind of things are you streaming? I don't want to step on your toes, sir. <laughs> well, obviously not. Um, <laughs> no, what am I doing? Uh, I was doing a little bit of Fallout 4 the other day because I've still never completed it. Um, I did a little bit of Half-Life Alex as well, just to see if it would work, and it surprisingly did quite well. Um, so yeah, just games that I've kind of said that I'm already playing. So them two are the kind of big ones at the moment, anyway. Yeah. I get quite conscious, especially with me thinking of starting streaming with when I've got friends who are streaming because I don't want to put, I don't know, like so we both do the podcast and like Tom as well. So I, I thought about mm. streaming the weekend, but then Tom did his charity stream, and I thought I don't, wanna, I don't want to stream at the weekend when Tom's doing his. Because, like, anyone who's listened to the podcast, the four people who do, uh, you know, even if one of them came to watch me and and wasn't watching Tom's charity thing, I think I'd feel quite, uh, like, a bit annoyed with myself and stuff like that. Not that, you know, I'm not talking huge numbers here. I'm not saying I'm a big draw and I'm going to pull people away. It's it's weird, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I get what you're saying. uh, Lewis, you've got lots of things to pimp. Oh, do I? I've forgotten all of them. You do Um... reviews and stuff, come on. Yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Lewis underscore D underscore White, and uh, you can read my words on mspoweruser dot com slash gaming. Fuck the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, you can find the show at Project underscore DD on Twitter. We have a Discord server. If you go to the uh, Twitter page, it's the pin tweet on there. Uh, the show is slowly appearing on more uh, podcast services, uh, but we also have the RSS feed, which is available on, the, on, on our Twitter page as well, uh, where you can add that into your device. But if you already listened to the show, you know that already. Uh, if you want to be on the show, feel free to come and join us. It would help if you could join the Discord server because that's that's the way we're, we're, we're planning to record going going forward. And uh, yeah, that is about it. So, gentlemen, again, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. No for having thank me. you. I hope it's been you, lovely. I hope you all continue to stay safe during this unprecedented time. Um, Never, I'm going to fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't go to the A and E, I suppose you'll 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 be all right. Uh, and yeah, and that is it. Thanks to everyone for listening, and we are done. <laughs>